We are Love Talk Radio. If you're out there in Facebook land. Casting live. I am on Facebook. Hello, Facebook. And of course, blogtalkradio.com, the Madden Voice, talking NFL football for you live. I had somebody ask me, how many listeners do we actually have on the air? And a lot. How about that? That's the answer. A lot of listeners. And where are they from? Actually, the listeners of the Madden Voice are all over the world. I get reports and I get maps and charts and things and, and, they're all over the world. One, one time we actually did a show, and a guy called in, and he was calling in. He called in from Japan, and he was in the armed forces. And he said, I listen to your show all the time. He said, I don't even know how I found it, but I listen to the show all the time, and it helps me pass the time. And he was stationed in, uh, I don't know, uh, one, of the, one of the bases out in Japan. And it was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So we got listeners everywhere. And uh, we're always trying to build more of an audience. So if you're on Facebook Live, thank you for jo- for joining us. I appreciate it. But you need to now click over and check out the entire show so you can hear all of us, not just me, Commissioner T. You can hear JB. You can hear uh, K-Star. And, of course, Dr. Train. He's going to be a little late tonight. He's getting married in a few days. I guess that's kind of important these days. He's getting married. What's that? But anyway, he's going to join us shortly. But check us out. Facebook Live, call into the show if you want, 347-838-9525. Again, 347-838-9525. It is just shortly after 9 o'clock. We usually run till about 11. So if you're catching this live video and it's 9.30, quarter to 10, quarter hour, we're probably still on the air talking some football. Call ahead. You don't even have to. You don't have to click anything. You can actually just pick up your cell phone, 347-838-9525. If you don't want to do that, you can go to my wall. That's right. What's my name? Terrence Floyd. Go to the wall. There's a link right there. Click on the link. Brings you right to the show. You can catch us on Twitter, at The Madden Voice. And last but not least, since you're on Facebook, why don't you Google, or I'm sorry, well, you can Google it too, but search for the Madden Voice right on Facebook, and you'll see us right there. You can comment. You can like the page. So we have many, many ways to engage with you, the audience. Uh, I'm not going to stay on Facebook Live. Many of you say, why don't you stay on Facebook Live? And as much as I love to talk, if I do that, then all you get is me, and you don't get the full kind of the beef of the show, which is me, JB, 
K-Star, and of course, Dr. Train. So, for all the Facebook Live people that have come and gone and, and are watching the video and will come and watch the video, thank you. Facebook Live is a nice tool to help market and help provoke. I appreciate it. But I'm going to sign off with Facebook Live. I'm going to say thank you for tuning in. But now, go to my wall, click the link, join into the show, and come on, who doesn't love football? It actually is America's favorite pastime. I'll see you on the show. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. We have on live with us, we have JB. Welcome to the Madden Voice. Appreciate it, sir. Nothing like two weeks under the belt, and neither week has disappointed. This has been one of those times where expectations have been met. Loving it. All right. And also joining us, the man, the Madden, the, the Madden video game master himself. He just wants a, a different introduction because he thinks he's like important. You know, what I want to know is when do you get a little check mark next to your name? Problem has a check mark next to his name on our intro. Okay? Problem has a check mark next to his name. You know, it's kind of amazing. I know somebody has like a check mark next to his name, but problem, check mark. If you go to Problem's Twitter, he's got a check now. That means like they verified you and you really are that person. I know that K Star is really Ollie Quick, two Ks. So, Ali, quick, K-Star, welcome to the Madden Voice. Hey, happy to be here. You know what? FanDuel, FanDuel gave me a cool little star mini badge and actually like a little disclaimer, too, uh, for the others out there. So, while while it's not Twitter, I'm working on, you know, being verified on Twitter one day. You know, maybe um, after, you know, we hopefully get some Twitter people listening to the show today, they'll then reconsider and be like, oh, God, we totally omitted uh, K-Star, our fault. Let's fix this. Quite honestly, maybe even send out an apology letter uh, formally because that's embarrassing. So, yeah, happy to be here, fellas. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, um, it's good to talk to you, K-Star. And um, yeah, we'll, hang, we'll hang tight and wait patiently for K-Star to get the check mark <laughs> next to his name. We will wait and wait and wait. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, really. I know. I wish. Do I have? Do I have? I don't think I have it. Do I? Hold on. Do I? I never know. I've I've been doing this for so long. I never know what. No, I have it. Uh, it would have been perfect to play the Jeopardy theme song right now, but I but I, I I don't have the Jeopardy theme song. So, but you can just ding 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 ding. You know, but I I don't have it. So, but we'll, we'll wait for K Star to be. So anyway. Um, so I wanted to start off with a particular topic, but um, I'm going to hold off on that topic because Dr. Train um, um, informed me that he is coming, but he's running late because he's planning his bachelor party. Okay, for those of you in uh, in listener land who who don't know, Dr. Train, one of uh, actually the longest co-hosts of the Madden Voice, the first co-host of the Madden Voice, um, is getting married this weekend. And uh, I had every intentions on going to the wedding uh, and finally meeting Dr. Train after knowing him for 10 years. Um, I was going to the wedding to meet him in person and meet his lovely bride. And, 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 and actually, it would have perfect because Sunday night, the Dallas Cowboys played the Chicago Bears. And so we were actually out to planning on staying till Monday and was going to wa- watch the game. And then uh, come back Monday and watch it with his people, which, you know, 
having 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 had a uh, having had a Madden background as I do, and having gone to Philly many times for tournaments, I have sat in hotel lobbies with Philly fans that were Madden players and watched the Cowboys and the Eagles. So going to Chicago, going to California to watch the Cowboys and the Bears, that's like that's a walk in the park. It's can't from David nothing compared to the hostility that I had to deal with. Philly, I'm sure K-Star can, can understand what I'm talking about, and I did it, you know what I'm saying? So, I was looking to it, um, but then I realized in my life there were things going on, and um, it became pretty evident that I um, I might not be able to make that trip because um, I'm switching places of employment. Um, so, effective September 30th, I will be leaving my current employer, and uh, October 3rd, I will be starting a new job. Um, so more on that in the future. I don't want to get too deep into that right now because I'm still with the current employer and um, I, I don't really know if any of them listen to the show. They all know about it. Some do. You know, might be one of them listening and, and I haven't really shared a lot of my future plans with them. And that's just my choice. I just feel like before you start reading one book, you want to close you know, the book you're reading. So um, when that book is closed, then I'll let everybody know where, where I've landed up and uh, uh, we'll have a little interesting conversation about it once you find my destination. But anyway, so I say all that to say welcome to the show. And since K-Star, uh, Dr. Train is not with us, let, let, let's move on to a little bit of a different topic. Um, let's, let's talk about the Rams and the upset of the Rams um, to the Seattle Seahawks. And, and the reason I want to start with that is because I want everybody to understand that none of us, nobody, whether you're listening to the podcast, whether you're listening uh, live, whether you watch ESPN, Fox Sports, um, NFL Network, I don't care who you watch, nobody knows what's going to happen on Sunday, what's going to happen Sunday night what's going to happen Monday night, and what's going to happen Thursday night. Nobody knows. And I can assure you that nobody saw this coming. I heard our good friend, my good friend, who I hope to debate one day, Mr. Stephen A. Smith himself, put out a guarantee, a lock, that Seattle was not going to lose to the Rams. And Seattle went out and lost to the Rams. Now, the reason I'm starting with that is because tonight's theme, there's going to be a theme to the Tonight Show, tonight to the Tonight, to, to the Tonight Show. Dun, 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 dun. Too, too old? You guys too old for that one? Okay, never mind. Cool. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I get it. I'm old. You're young. But Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. Carson, you know, here. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Make me mad. And yes, these are, I these know, are the jams that people want to hear. I'm just going to let you know right now. Yeah, yeah, and and listen, and yeah, I know. Okay, I didn't start off with the right theme song. Okay, I, forgive me. Here it is. Thank you. 
the Madden Voice. Three, two, one, now. Okay, feel better. I started off with the old one by accident. It happens. Okay, we're, we're, we're back again. Okay, tonight's theme is going to be quarterbacks. They, I have, I do not remember a time where there's so many quarterback issues from from injuries to um, surprise performances, meaning like, oh my God, if he was that, that good, to poor performances. Oh my God, is he really crapping it up? Teams going on their third quarterback. I mean, it's it's so there's going to be a theme tonight, which is the court and why the commission. T has said for years now, quarterback, head coach. No one has ever been able to prove me wrong, quarterback and head coach. When you have a solid quarterback, head coach combination, I don't care what else you have, even defense, I don't care. Quarterback, head coach, you're, you're in good shape. You have a problem with one of those, you're not in good shape. And right now, we've got some quarterback issues. Uh, I'm going to ask JB, what is going on with Seattle and their inability to score, barely beating Miami, and now losing to the Rams. Talk to me. Well, I tell you what, I mean, you need a crystal ball to figure out what's going on. I think injuries have taken a toll. I think free agency has taken a toll. They they can't get any consistency. Marshawn Lynch not being back there has a big deal to do with all of this. Everybody talks about beast mode, beast mode. Well, you're starting to see some of the effects of it because even though this is a passing league, even though quarterbacks won this league, in order to be successful, you still need to have a solid run game. Balls has been hurt. Christian Michael looked good in preseason, but as we all know, preseason doesn't count. It just means something, but it truly doesn't count. And he hasn't played up to what they felt his potential should be. So you combine all of that together, that's an offense that's just simply sputtering. And I think, and this is, not, this is just my opinion, but I think Russell Wilson has hurt a little bit more than what folks are, are, are letting on. And I really think that that offensive line needs to get shored up because he's taking more hits than he has in, in recent memory. So he starts with that O-line. they gotta, they got to fix that. they got to get a running game going, and they got to figure out how to get some points on the board because if this keeps up, they're not going to make the playoffs. Hmm. All right, let's bring on the man, the bachelor, the bachelor for only a few more days, Dr. Train. Welcome to the Madden Voice. Sorry, man, that's, that's, my, that's my crowd giving me a pause. <laughs> oh, that's it? Hey, man, I, I, got on, fellas. I got an applause you got for you, brother. I, I got a <laughs> <laughs> You know, I want to, I want to, I want, I want to be, I want to be Dr. Train, just for, just for a day. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why. Um, and it, you know, I got married a long time ago, long time ago. Okay, I'm no longer married. Not that my personal life matters, but just to be clear, I'm no longer married. Um, but I, I remember the feeling which is why maybe one day I'll do it again cuz the feeling of you, you just you you and train can tell me if I'm wrong but I'm going to tell train how he feels okay here's what I'm going to do they call me the omniscient well I'm about to be an omniscient I'm going to tell Dr. Train exactly <laughs> how we feel okay right now I'll give you an example we're going to talk about them bears okay we're going to talk about them bears 
We're going to talk about Mr. Jay Cutler. That was going to be the opening topic, but I delayed it because I want Train on this, okay? And normally, <laughs> normally, Dr. Train, with a night like last night, with the way uh, this Chicago Bear team look, normally Dr. Train be coming on the show talking about, man, what's up, fellas? Man, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn, Bears, man. You know? Damn, you know, normally that's what we hear from Dr. Train. These guys know they've been on the on the show with Dr. Train. You know, man, you know, I, I don't even know what to say, man. You know, but did you hear how he came on the show? This Talking man about- came in with a golf. This man came in with a golf clap, just all awkward, like, and just feeling himself. Just it's unreal. You know what I'm saying? And so what happens is when you're getting married to the love of your life, when you're there, right? Ain't nothing can bring you down. You know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, Dr. Train, you got the gout. Oh, all right, I'll just take some drugs and, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm going to limp down the aisle. Hey, you know, what's up? What's up, you know? I mean, hey, Dr. Train, they done hacked your account and took all your money. Hey, man, you shit, everything's paid for. I can make more. You know, hey, man, honeymoon's paid for. That's all I care about. You know, there's nothing that can bring him down right now. He's on cloud, not nine. Okay, that's mortals. Mortals hang out on cloud nine. He's on cloud 99. <laughs> Damn Hampton, cloud 99. Am I wrong? Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Brother, you're going to absolutely spot on. <laughs> Nothing else happens right. right now. That's all right. <laughs> but, you know what, because, because we got you on, we're going to hold off on, well, you know, let's finish the Seattle. Let's finish the Seattle discussion. Um, uh, K Star, we're gonna give let Dr. Train take a deep breath, you know, because he's, he's still over there on, you know, floating from cloud to cloud. Um, <laughs> the, Ram, the Rams put it on him. I mean, this is a Rams yep. team that has scored nine points this year, but nine was enough to beat Seattle. I mean, what's going on? Yep. Hey, so I mean, you know, on the surface, it's, it's much, it's very much a surprise, but the more we look into it. I don't know necessarily that it is. The past three seasons, they've split against the Rams. Um, also, when you look at their turnover in the offensive line, they've lost three. I'm sorry, four offensive linemen during the off season, and this offensive line wasn't good at all last year anyway. And you look in the fact that this is exactly what's happened the past couple of years with them. They start off slow. Um, their offensive line takes a while to gel with, with Tom Cable because of the turnover they've been having the past few seasons, and then they start to get an, on a roll. So, you know, I don't think we should be overly surprised whenever a team loses to a division rival. We've said that before on this show, on this very, very show. Um, these things can happen. We've seen it historically. And the Rams' only strength is their defensive line, frankly, on that, on that football team with Aaron Donald. So it makes sense that they weren't able to move the ball, especially when you factor in a Russell Wilson injury. Um, but m- meanwhile, the, their biggest problem is the nuance with this situation is the, the injury. They don't usually don't have to deal with a hobbled Russell Wilson. So um, that's going to be a little different. Uh, their defense is going to step up, but clearly they're going to have to manufacture some offense uh, and you know play better in a hurry. However, they are one-on-one. I think they'll be okay. Uh, they usually start off slow, and that usually happens when you have it off the line uh, with such new additions. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I, I'll just say this. It is parity. It is, it is, I mean, that whole division is one-on-one. Um, and, and, you know, we, we, we talk about 
talked about, you know, the 49ers and the Panthers, and, and I said, don't don't be surprised. And for a little while, those those Niners, well, they were in there, and then, you know, Carolina, you know, they pulled away and did what they had to do. But it, it really, we are, we, first of all, we're in an NFL where really you don't know from week to week. I mean, that's just the, that's just the bottom line. Secondly, um, there, you know, the, the theme of the night, Dr. Trey missed this part, but it's quarterbacks. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm up with JB on this one. I think, I think Russell Wilson's playing a little more. He's a good quarterback. Okay. Let's just call it like it is. He's a good quarterback. And for him to, you know, have only engineered, you know, 15 points in two games. And the only, you know, when you're looking at the 49ers, the 49ers under Blaine Gabbert has 55 points. Okay. But the Seahawks have 15. Yeah, it's, 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 there's, 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 it, Russell Wilson's not right, and um, and I think JB, I agree with JB. He better get right pretty quick, um, or you know they're gonna be on the on the lower end looking up. Thank God they've got a stout defense though, even with you know changes over the years, they're still they're still stout. They're still playing. They play well enough for that team to be competitive. So lucky, lucky for them. Um, we're gonna go to Doctor Train now, but not on Seattle and LA. We're not gonna waste his time on that. We're not. We're not gonna do that. Okay. We're gonna get right to. We're gonna get right to what I plan to open the show with. We're gonna get right to this one. Cause I've been waiting for this one. Okay. I have been waiting for this one. The reason that I've been waiting for this one is because, and it's really funny that that I I I say that some of these daytime talk shows listen to the Madden voice. And people say, yeah, why, why would they? Well, you know why they would? Because they can. Because we know what we're talking about. Because on this very show, and I, and I tried to get to the clip. I couldn't get to it. But I really wanted to play the clip of Dr. Train and Commissioner T going at it over Jay Cutler six years ago when Jay Cutler was sitting on the sideline riding that bike during the NFC Championship game. And what did I say? I said, he's soft. He ain't no leader. If Big Ben can go in there with, you know, with, with one leg and play, and, and Philip Rivers can go in there with one leg and play, why isn't this guy going out there and play? And, and Dr. Train, as any good fan should, defended his quarterback. If you hurt, you hurt. That's what he said. I remember it to this day. You know, come on now. You weren't there. I wasn't there. You hurt, you hurt. Jake Cutler's one of the toughest quarterbacks in the league at the time. That's what Dr. Train said. Okay. That was six years ago. Okay. 2010. Five seasons ago, six years ago. Okay. I want to ask Dr. Train how he feels right now about his quarterback, Jay Cutler. I'm not even asking about the team. I'm not even asking about the team. Team's rebuilding. Team's in transition. I'm not going to say anything because we got these cats on Sunday night, and who knows? Everybody wants to beat Dallas, so, they, you know, who knows? But, Dr. Train, tell me about, you know. And for those of you who don't know, Jay Cutler took himself out of the game last night because of a thumb injury. Okay. And there was some rumblings on the manner in which he pulled himself out of the game. So, Dr. Train, um, the floor is yours. Your thoughts on your quarterback, Jay Cutler? Uh, he was the rating on the show. What's the what now? The rating? <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I don't even know what I what I rated the show today, man. So, um, you know, if, if 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 you need to go raw, let's warn. Okay, let's see. I, I don't have anybody on the phone that you know. Okay, Let, let's just let's just say um, Dr. Train is about to raise the rating of the show to an R level, 
He is about to go raw. If you are offended by foul and profane language, I suggest you get off the air now and uh, return to your regularly scheduled program. Thank you for tuning into the Mad Voice, and we'll see you next week. Dr. Train, with that disclaimer, the show is yours. I can't wait to get rid of this motherfucker. Are you serious? Oh, my. Oh, God, dude. I can't wait till the season is over. I don't care what our record is. I don't care who we beat, who we don't beat. The only thing that matters is Jay Cutler will never wear a Bears uniform ever again, and we will soon forget that he is in existence. Oh, my. Can you Can you hurt? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's not so much that he took himself out of the game. It's compounded, man. I'm tired of seeing other teams draft rookies, poor people who might have been in a bad system and bring them to their system, and these people are winning games. Sam Bradford, all, through, all four of us was like, what the hell is Minnesota doing? First round, really, Sam Bradford? He made it look easy against Green Bay. Mind you, they were playing really stupid defense on Stephon Diggs. But still, regardless, Sam Bradford did exactly what he needed to do and looked like he fit right in. That Prescott drafted four. We drafted four people in the fourth round before Prescott went to Dallas. Preach. And none of them are starters. Are you serious? And look what he's doing. Carson Wentz, I, I don't even know where North Dakota State is other than in North Dakota, but damn. <laughs> this dude looks like he's been playing for about three or four years. He's coming like he just stepped on the damn field. You can't tell me that last year our whole wide receiving core was shit and you was able to move the ball downfield, but this year you got all top three wide receivers and we can't even get a first down? The defense sitting on the sideline with a timer like, first down, second down, get your helmet, third down, fellas, let's get ready to get on the field. Are you, man, it's, I, I can't take it no more, dude. I have no more defense for this guy. And, and pulling yourself out of the game, fuck your injury. It was the icing on the cake. I don't give a damn if you hand it off every single time you stay in there. Enough is, is, is enough, dude. It's, it, 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 it's killing. I mean, it's literally killing our team. The fact that we don't have a quarterback that fights and tries to play up to this quote-unquote potential that everybody feels like he has. Mm. And absolutely positively no leadership. And that, you know, the cameras caught Pernell Max B, who's on the pup list, getting his face when he threw that interception. And people say, well, he's not playing. It's not a good. Fuck that. I knew if I know for one thing, if Pernell Max B was playing, Jay Cutler might have been balled up on the, on the sideline, hurting from friendly fire. 
it, it's a good thing that from them that he wasn't playing. Because the fact that he was in straight clothes is what hell really held him back. And I don't blame him for getting in his ass after that. You going to throw an interception and then take yourself out? Motherfucker, you should have done two series ago. We'd have been just fine. This dude here, man. I'm mm. getting married in the, at the end of the week, right? Yeah, this is great. This is an awesome <laughs> week. <laughs> so you know. Yeah, yeah. He's he back yeah. to the ground now. He's on ground zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? And, and, and um, I don't have nothing to add, man, because, you know, this guy's been defending this guy. You know, you've been defending him. Um for quite a while, and um, you know, I said if train defense, you know, and this is the beauty about being on the Madden Voice because in time, it's just a matter of time before you see the light. It's just a matter of time, and Dr. Train has seen the light that Jay Cutler is a worthless football player. He's just worthless, and I said, there's no other ways about it. He's just worthless, worthless, you know. So. I, you know, I'm not even going to – is any – you guys want – I don't have nothing to add. I think Train covered it adequately for my good. You guys have anything you want to add? My ass is going to laugh. So I heard something interesting. I heard something interesting about Jay Cutler, and but the, by no means is an excuse whatsoever. But I actually just never – I had known this. I don't know if Train, if you guys did or, or if anyone did, but apparently this guy has – Type 1 diabetes, which apparently is the worst kind of diabetes you can have. So it's actually kind of amazing he's even been able to play in the NFL, let alone at quarterback, for five years. Again, it doesn't excuse. Hey, 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 I understand that. I'm saying it was just Eric, a good like, I actually didn't know that. I didn't know if anyone knew that. That's the first time I've ever heard of it. Or, um, I, I just it. thought it was interesting. Good for him. So, Eric, so, Eric, so, so that, can, I, can I answer that one? Let, yeah. let me let me let me answer. It was just a fun fact. No, no, no. It's it's, it's okay. I, I just want to re- I just want to respond to it. It's not, I know it's not a, not a question. I just want to respond to it. Totally get it, man. Diabetes running my family. Trust me, it's one of those things that I have that I have to be mindful of. But check this out. If you were a bit handicapped, but yet a company hired you to do a job, do you want special treatment? No, you don't. You play. You work. If you're able to do the job, you're able to do the job, okay? Your personal issues should not entitle you, entitle you to any special treatment. If he's able to handle his, his – if he, he's able to handle his condition and play football and get paid $54 million over three years, then play. Else, go and handle your situation. So it's absolutely positively no excuse. Yeah, and and let's be clear. And 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 the main reason I have absolutely zero sympathy is this isn't this isn't you know um, bagging groceries at at Stop and Shop or or Piggly Wiggly or wherever you guys are around the country. You know this 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 is a guy who signed a seven year, hundred and twenty six million dollar contract with a fifty four million dollar guarantee, eighteen million a year. Yeah, if I had type one diabetes, I'd be trying to play football too. Making that kind of money. And frankly, not that you were going anywhere other than, like you said, K-Star, fun fact, but just to piggyback what Dr. Train says, yeah, yeah, it, all that's great, 
But I'm talking about the same thing I said six years ago. I ain't talking about potential talent. I'm talking about leadership and the lack of leadership. You are, there are 32 jobs, 32 of these jobs in the world. In the world. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Dr. Train, that I'm going to be getting a new job. The main reason I'm unable to attend your ceremony this weekend is I had a feeling this was going to happen and it wouldn't work, starting a new job and all that. So, um, But the job that I do, there's not 32 of them. There's probably, you know, 35,000 of what I do in, in the world today, okay? <laughs> there's, there's, there's 32 of these jobs, and I'm going to be making good money. I ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't trying to brag, but goddamn. But anyway, but, <laughs> but I ain't making I ain't, I ain't 54 million guaranteed, okay? 18 million a year. There are 32 of these jobs in the NFL, and it is the, and no one can dispute this, it is the toughest job in the NFL and might very well be the toughest job in all of sports, a starting quarterback in the NFL. You don't believe me? Watch Hard Knocks. If you don't believe me, watch the game and watch what the quarterback does. Just watch what he does versus everyone else on the field, okay? It is the toughest job. You have to be a leader. Okay, you know, let me tell you, I wasn't going to go there, but I'm going to go here. I've been thinking about this over the last few days. Okay, I've been thinking about this over the last few days because of what's going on in politics and Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. We, 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 bridge, we touch on it a little bit here because, I mean, we're going to be electing a new president in a couple of months. And I look at leadership. Okay, people think Hillary lies. And what about Benghazi? And what about the emails? And, and she lies. And she said she was in sniper fire. And she really wasn't. Hey, I got no, I got no argument there. Hillary lies. Trump lies. And he won't release his tax returns. I, I get it. I get it. You're right. They both lied. But let me tell you something. Who do you think is going to be a better leader? Someone who gets up there and and has a past of dealing with other leaders on a certain level, or a guy who gets up there and offends everybody. There is leadership involved in being a president. The, 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 and I don't want to turn this a political show, but, but we need a leader. You can say whatever you want about Obama, but that's a leader. He's not getting up there offending people. He is, he is leading this nation. Okay? And you know who I think is an underrated leader in this world? If you look at leaders – Fact or fictitious leaders. I'm going to challenge everybody to watch Star Trek. That's right. I went there. Star Trek. Okay? You go ahead. And, yeah, 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 You know what? Y'all can laugh if y'all out there in, 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 in the land listening. Okay? Go ahead. I'll get some laughter for you. Okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. But you can laugh. I don't think I have laughter. Do I have laughter? I mean, I have laughter. and I don't have a laugh track. Okay, so I can't do laughter. But whatever. Go ahead and laugh at me when I say, you know, what does Star Trek have to do with the presidency? What does it have to do with Jay Cutler? Where is he going with this? Is Commissioner T off his mind? No, I'm the omniscient one. I am never out of my mind. I am making a point. Watch an episode, just 50 year anniversary of Star Trek. I got about 400 of them DVR'd. I've been watching Star Trek, okay? Watch Captain Kirk and how he leads his ship and his loyalty and his dedication and his decisiveness when he's in, when he's in in crunch time. Watch him. And I'm dead serious. Watch the decision making. Watch the loyalty to his crew. And watch his decisiveness in crunch time. And his relationship with his number one, who is smarter than him and stronger than him. And he's such a strong leader, he don't care. 
because weak leaders care about that stuff. Weak leaders, you can't have anybody under me better than me. Oh, my God, he's smarter? No, no, no. Got to demote him. Oh, oh, he's better? Oh, well, we got to get rid of him. Oh, what? Brandon Marshall's catching too many passes, and he's just too good. Let's, let's just trade him. No, I don't care. I'd be fighting for Brandon. No, we need Brandon Marshall. We need him on this team. Matt Forte, the leader on this team. I'd fight. I'd, what do you mean you want to trade him? Get, no, we need him on this team. I'd be on the phone. I would have been on the phone. Brian Erlacher, please give us one more year. We need you. It's ain't been the same since. Okay? Jay Cutler is no leader. Not even a little bit. And demonstrate, okay, maybe all that other stuff I'm off on, but it's demonstrated by can your team depend on you and rely on you? And, again, you're going to laugh. You ain't a Trekkie. But you know what? At the crunch time, Kirk is right there. How many times? Watch Star Trek. Oh, you got a problem? Don't, don't mess with my crew. Take me. I'll give my life. Okay? Spare my crew. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. He tells Ricardo Montalban, Khan, take my life. Spare my crew. And Khan says, I will agree to your conditions if you give me the Genesis Project. And you guys can watch the rest. I'm not going to get all into it. There is no leadership <laughs> from Jay Cutler. None. Not even a little bit. And that's my biggest problem with him. When you look around the NFL, when you look at, you know, we argue about the four horsemen, and then we talk about tier one, tier two, there's no leadership. My last point is, you know, I, I get on Cam Newton. That's why I get on Cam Newton. It's not talent. He is arguably, when you look at everything that a quarterback needs to be, it's hard to find a, complete, a more complete quarterback in the NFL than Cam Newton. He's big. He can throw. He can run. He, he can make all the throws. He's, you know, I mean, he's everything you want. But when I look at leadership and I look at those, you know, um, the way he pouted and all, that's not a leader. That's not a leader. And that's been my biggest issue with Cam Newton. And it has been my issue for years with Jay Cutler. You're not a leader. You don't your team your team is lousy. Let's just call it like it is. And whatever chance they have to win is going to be behind your arm and what you can do with that offense. And when you leave the field, then you're just you're you're saying, Okay. You know, okay. Okay. Tony Romo broke his back in a preseason game and tried to get back in the game. In a preseason game and tried to get back in the game. Say what you want about Romo. That's leadership. Try to get back in the game. Big Ben near, damn near broke his leg. Stayed in the game. Has come off the bench, hobbled, injured. Last year, won games. Peyton Manning with damn fused bones in his neck, couldn't throw the ball more than 30 yards. Came off the bench. Saved the season for the Broncos and took them to a Super Bowl. That's leadership. Jay Cutler has none of those things. Matter of fact, I think I'm at the point now where unless Dream brings him up, I ain't bringing up Jay Cutler no more. I ain't talking about him no more. He don't even exist no more. There's 31 quarterbacks in the NFL and whoever's quarterback in the Bears. Unless Train brings him up. We're going to always give Train the right to bring up Jay Cutler because it's his team and this is his show. And if he wants to bring up Jay Cutler, then you go ahead and bring up Jay Cutler. But I ain't going to bring him up no more. I got nothing to say about the guy. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Okay. As we move on. So, Deep. Yes, sir. Before we move on, um, I need you to unmute that line. Unmute it? Yeah. 310 is live and unmuted. 
Madden Boys family, T, Commissioner T, Little Brother J, Madden Player K Star. I want you guys to meet and say hello to my lovely uh, fiance. <laughs> hey! It's Michelle, is her name. Hi, hi, hello, Beyonce. This is this is Madam Star. How are you? I'm good. Interesting topic. First of all, when 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 we have anybody onto the show, never mind the future wife of of our superstar co-host, we've got to bring her on the right way here. <laughs> And that is followed up by, wait for it, guys. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Well, it is our honor to have you on the show. Congratulations on the upcoming nuptials. I have uh, been a, a, a friend as well as a colleague of of a man that we know as Dr. Train, and the world knows him as Mackenzie McNeil III. I've told him that's the coolest name in the world. I, I wish I had that name. That's like a celebrity <laughs> name. I, you know, I wish I, I called myself Mackenzie McNeil, you know, the fourth or something. I don't know, or, or 3.5 is a cool, cool name. But anyway, I've known him for about 10 years, and he's a brother to me, and uh, I'm so happy for him, and I'm so happy for you. And uh, I, I think the guys will agree with me that we wish you guys nothing but eternal happiness in your upcoming uh your upcoming uh, uh wedding and, and life together as husband and wife. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, I think he he loves me considering I'm a Patriots fan, so that's all good. Uh oh. He's kind of gauntlet. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah, no, no wonder why he's happy in this situation because you see, he's on the other side of the spectrum where he's had to deal with watching Jay Cutler, but now he's excuse to watch Tom Brady in excellent quarterback play, which of course raises the morale and spirits. Uh, let him know that there's hope in the world. So that's awesome. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So while we have you on the phone, you know, is there any, you know, can we, can, you know, any, you know, dirt you want to give us about? train that we can have. I mean, it's just us here. It's just us. You know, it's not the thousands and thousands of people that listen to the show. It's just us right here. Um, you know, is there anything, you know, anything you want to, you know, like, I don't know, like, you know, he, he, he picks his earlobe or something or, you know, it's just something that we can use to tease him, you know, when you're not listening to the show. Any, anything you want to, you know, he, he snores, he drools, I don't know, anything like that. Those are all, all normal things that a person does. Okay. So I can't really say anything about that. He's oh, a dedicated football guy. So man. that's I don't I don't have any dirt on him. I'm sorry. Man. That's okay. That's that loyalty right there, man. Train you trained her well. That's why your name is Doctor. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. So, Train, for everyone out there listening, tell us a little bit about, you know, the date of the wedding and anything else you want to share. You've got a lot of fans out there. Tell them, you know, tell them, tell them whatever you want to share about the upcoming nuptials. We're, we're going to assume, as much as, you know, I know that we have remote locations set up all over the world that we won't see on the show next Tuesday night. Um, but um, anything you want to share? Okay. So, in case, in case people miss her, miss her name, it's, her name is Michelle. Uh to get married, but it's Friday, 23rd, 5 o'clock, Buenafito Hotel, 
So we have a nice ocean view. Actually, during the wedding, it was actually outside. Uh, we actually have a, a second reception, uh, October 15th in Memphis. That's to um, celebrate with my family. And then we are off to our honeymoon from October 19th to the end of the month, the end of October, to uh, Fiji, which is going to be freaking Congratulations again. Very happy for you both. And, um, you know, Mrs. 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 Train, because that's what you'll be called when you call into the show, Mrs. Train, because, you know, because you can, um, you know, anytime you want to chime in and, and, and rag on, on, on your husband's team, you know, you're more than welcome to do that. Sometimes it's just it's just good Thank to keep you. him honest and come on the show and just tell him how much his team stinks. And especially that that, that whooping my Cowboys about to pour on him in at AT&T Stadium Sunday night, um, I, you know, I, I don't want to put a damper on your weekend because that's, you know, not what, what we want to do, but, you know, it's not going to end on the grid. And I, I appreciate that. You know, it's a common grounds event, you know, mm. and um, mm. you can't take it personal. You just dialogue and comment and whatever comes out, comes out, and there's no harm when the when the phone conversation's over, when the show's over, it's done. So that's a good, oh. good idea. That's yeah, right. I like that. I like that. And the good news is, <laughs> that's, 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 he made a good choice there. That's why he's a doctor. He made a good choice. He ain't no dummy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you know what? <laughs> and she's got he she's got to deal with it when they hang up. We just we we ain't got to deal with it, whatever afterwards. He I can't believe you said that. Well, I did, honey. Okay. Nah, let's have a last. <laughs> <time. You know? laughs> yeah, we don't have to watch the earrings come on for anything. There you go. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mrs. Train, for coming on. Right. We're going to continue on talking some football. I'm gonna, I am gonna. don't okay. know if you plan on listening in, but we're going to mute you if you need to hang I, up. Obviously, okay. that's your right. Um, but we're going to be on for a little while. But uh, congratulations well, I again. Think, guys, I just got home from work, so i got to unload some stuff in the house, some food and cake. So. All yeah. right. But All thank right. you, guys. Thank Enjoy you. your show, and I'll, I'll be tuning in soon, okay? Sounds good. All thank right. you. All right. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you, babe. Uh-huh. Love you. You're welcome, love. Bye. Aww. Bye. Aww. Aww. Sucks. Aww. <laughs> okay. Sucky, sucky now. Okay. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Good stuff. All right. So, you know. You know what I'm saying? So, so, um, all right. So, for 
probably get more ratings talking about that. You know, shows like Bachelor in Paradise and all that stuff get ratings through the roof. We probably just doubled our ratings just by having her on. So, um, good stuff. But, so I realized that, you know, this was like the saying of the year last season. Everyone was saying this. You like that? You like that? All right, you hear that? I'm going to play it again. I'm going to play it one more time. You like that? You like that? Okay, and so what we did, um, you know, is we hired uh, Spock from Star Trek to come on, and he used the Universal Translator, okay? And everybody for the last year thought he was saying, you like that. You know, in other words, you like that, D-A-T, right? We now know that what Kirk Cousins was saying is, you like that. You like that. That's really what he's been saying for the last year is you like because he knew what was coming. Okay, he knew what was coming. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, the worst, the worst, the worst thing, the, the worst thing in the world is when the Cowboys win. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when the Cowboys win. I get, I get happy. You know what I'm saying? When I get happy, you know what happens. How about them cowboys? You know what I'm saying? You, you know, I, I, you know just, wait a minute. That just sounded too good. How about them cowboys? Yeah, and I just like that one. You know, I just, I just, I can't get enough of this. How about them cowboys? All right, all right. So, JB, I'll start with you. You get some of this cowboy love, okay? Um, You know, is it? Dak playing that well, or was it Kirk Cousins who, and let's be clear, theme of the night is quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins was offered, let me see if I can find a contract, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, and coincidentally, it's Kirk, like Captain Kirk. But anyway, um, Kirk Cousins was, was offered, uh, hold on, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. $24 million guaranteed is what he was offered, and he turned it down, and they franchised him, okay? Uh, let's see. $16 million a year, 24 guaranteed. That's what he was offered, and he turned it down. I don't know how many years, but usually those contracts run, contracts run about three or four years. So let's just say it's four years. I don't know that for a fact, but that would be about right. And he turned it around, and they franchised him, and he was betting on himself. J.B., I guess two questions. One is, was it more Dak playing well or Kirk not playing well? And how do you think his gamble is going after two games? Uh, all right, I answer those in succession. I think it's really Dak playing that well because of the fact that, as we've already known in the preseason, he did such a great job. And preseason, to carry over into the regular season, we don't often see that. But I believe with Dak, we're, we actually are starting to see that. 75 pass attempts. No interceptions. He really could be two and zero, and not one and one, if it weren't for a little mental faux pas and, and a potential chance at a game with a field goal. But the fact that, that he's been able to grasp the, the concept of the offense, move the team up and down the field, and like I said before in Twitter, and I've said before on Facebook, the poise and the decision making is from someone that's not such so much a fourth round pick, but someone that's really in their fourth year in the NFL. That's what you're really seeing from Dak. The poise, the confidence, the decision-making, they're spot on. So I think it's more Dak playing well than anything else. 
in regards to Captain Kirk over here with his contract and betting on himself. The first two games, no, I think he's pressing. I think he's putting too much on himself because he wants to prove to the world that he is a, a legitimate quarterback. It, it, he needs to calm down and try and find the success that he had last year. Not to mention, to counter that, however, last year was a full year folks had tape on him. And, and T, you've said this before, and Dr. Train, in case that we've all said this before, the more tape defensive coordinators have, the more they can game plan against you. And we may be starting to see some of that, and he needs to adjust to the adjustments that have been made to him if he wants to see the kind of success that he had last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Train, you mentioned it earlier. You know, you went on a, on a, on a diatribe about Cutler, and you talked about um, Dak Prescott coming in fourth round, and you guys drafted four players ahead of him. So obviously could have drafted him if you wanted. Um, do you think, is it Dak playing that well or Kirk Cousins not delivering? So I, I, uh, let me, let me preface uh, what I'm about to say with this. You know, the one thing I've actually uh, can't take away from Tom, Tom Brady that I actually like when I, when I watched him actually mature into the hall of fame quarterback. Wait, he pause, is that, pause. Pause. Yeah. That's a butt kissing alert. Butt kissing alert. The wife was just on the phone. <laughs> butt kissing alert. Okay. Butt kissing alert. Jeez, He's like, no. I, 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 I got off the phone and deal with her. Let me kiss a little butt now, live on the air. <laughs> you ain't right, man. <laughs> so, you so anyway. <laughs> so anyway, man. The one thing that I like is that no matter how um, good receivers he had or didn't have, he was never afraid to just take exactly what the defense gave him. What's 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 funny about seeing uh, Kirk Cousins is that, you know, last year it looked like he played that way. But this year he's trying so hard to prove that he's worth the money as one of the top echelon quarterbacks that he's not just he's not playing within the system. Dak is really playing within the system. You know, you can, you know, the one, I guess the, if, if people wanted to put a knock on, on Dak is that, well, they haven't been able to score any passing touchdowns in the red zone. But at the end of the day, as long as you win, he plays with a kind of poise as if he's a veteran quarterback. So as long as he's not making mistakes in the red zone and, and killing his team in the red zone, then you're, you're, chances of winning just dramatically increase other than Kirk Cousins, who's pressing, throws an interception, a huge interception that, that really does hurt them later on later on in the game. So uh, uh, he's definitely pressing, and I, I think uh, Dak is just – he's playing – he's doing a very good job of playing within himself, and it's the same thing I saw Carson Wentz do last night. Just play within yourself. Yeah, Um K-Star, thoughts? Yeah, he's playing well. I mean, he's playing within the system, in the system being that, you know, he's making his progressions in the offense. He's not trying to do too much. He's being methodical. He's showing a lot of poise. Um, doing a really, really good job. And honestly, the running game isn't really what we thought it would be to this point, at this point. Um, and so it's actually even more impressive because his workload in terms of you know, attempts and everything, they're a lot higher than we figured they would be in this in this spot. 
and already he's doing a really good job. So, um, honestly, I think for Dak, it will get a little tougher after the first few weeks because that's when, as we know, coordinators are studying your tendencies and maybe after a month is usually when they have an idea of what you like to do. So I think there'll have to be a readjustment where maybe we'll see a mid-season, I don't want to say slump, but uh, just just slight dip in, in, in performance, and then we'll see how he adjusts. But he's doing a really good job. Yeah, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna agree with everything except that last comment. I, and I have, JB has nailed it, I have been probably the top guy on the show that talks about watch, just wait. The, the defenses always catch up. And I don't think that I'm not backtracking from that. But I think – um, as with smart quarterbacks, they adjust, they counter-adjust. So I think, you know, after he throws that first interception, it's coming. He's going to throw an interception. He's going to get stripped for a fumble. He's going to make, you know, the, the mistakes are coming. We know this. They, they, you know, every quarterback goes through it. But that's, to me, how they grow and become better quarterbacks, and I think that's going to happen with Dak Prescott. I think that I don't think we're going to see a slump. I think we're going to see a maturing um, where he's going to have to, you know, you know, he had a game where Terrence Williams got no targets. That's our number two wide receiver with no targets. Now, interesting fun fact to steal case, uh, K-Star's terminology is the Dallas Cowboys are three and oh with Terrence Williams in the starting lineup and no targets. So I don't know what that means, but that's an interesting fun fact three and oh. Uh, but but that said, I don't know that long term with Dez getting double team and of course Cole Beasley's doing a great job as the the Wes Welker like um, slot guy and he's doing a great job of that. Jason Witten is still playing well, um, but you, you still need in in today's game you need that other wide receiver to be a part of it and he's going to have to figure out a way to get. Uh, Terrence Williams involved, or if it's Bryce Butler, the number three guy, um, as far as wide receiver goes, not slot guy, but uh, as far as number three guy on the outside. Um, so there, there are some things we're going to have to see happen. But I'm going to tell you, I, I think this, this guy is definitely the future. But I want Cowboy fans to take a deep breath, grab their favorite beverage, and just listen real closely to what I'm trying to tell you. The future is not the present, and you don't want him to be the present unless he has to be. Um, you, you, Tony Romo, if healthy, brings the, the Cowboys the best chance to get to a Super Bowl. Okay? This guy has played two regular season games. Two. Okay? That's it. And you got a guy on the bench who has almost virtually every Dallas Cowboy quarterback record out there. In a, in a team that's had two Hall of Fame starters that have won Super Bowls, Troy Aikman with three and Roger Staubach with two, and all the, all the records are Tony Romo's. There's a reason for that. Um, the chemistry between him and Dez is undeniable. The chemistry between him and, and Romo, I mean, I'm sorry, and Witten is undeniable. What he can do with protections and things of that nature and make plays, um, you know, in the pocket is undeniable. Dak will be an exceptional quarterback in time. I truly believe that. I believe he's, he's got all the skills. But let's, let's look at what Green Bay did with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers kind of sat there for a couple of years behind Brett Favre, and now look at him. Arguably, you know, a four horseman and maybe the best quarterback in the league. Um, and, and I think Dak can take a similar path. 
you know, let him let him get his snaps in when he has to. But if Romo's healthy, Romo needs to be in there, and let's hope Romo can get back and play and play this season and maybe next season, and Dak can learn from him. And then we'll see after maybe next season where things lie with Romo and his health and all of that. Um, but right now we need Romo. In the meantime, Dak's one and one. He's holding it down. And the next two games are critical for Dallas, Chicago and San Francisco, two winnable games. And you could be in a three-and-one situation as, as you start to get into some of the tougher games in the season. You could be sitting three-and-one real pretty. So uh, as far as Kirk Cousins go, I, I think he made a mistake. I think he overestimated what his abilities were. I really do. I, I don't see him on that. On that I, I think what, the, what they offered him was fair, you know, um, $24 million guaranteed, $16 million a year. I mean, we just talked about Jay Cutler making $18 million a year. Okay, and this guy was offered $16 million a year. I mean, what, what did he think he was going to get? Uh, you know, I think he was going to get Drew Brees money or Tony Romo money or Joe Flacco money. You know, Romo hasn't won a Super Bowl, but he, he's, he's an upper echelon quarterback with every Cowboy passing record in existence, um, proven competitor, and 78-49 and 49 as a winner, you know, as a starter. You know, we already know Flacco, Super Bowl, he says Super Bowl. C- Cousins, to me, made a gamble that's going to come back and it's going to bite him in the butt. And, and, and see, I actually, I actually do. So here's the thing. I agree with you, uh, but I, I, don't, I don't disagree with him gambling on himself, but I definitely agree that he, might, he, 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 had, he possibly made, made a mistake. You know, because you... Then you, you do agree with me. I, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> no, but I don't... Because, I mean, there's nothing to me just... Just in the spirit of understanding your own competitiveness and what you think you're able to do, if you think you're able to be that guy, then hey, go ahead, put your money where your mouth is. If this is there, I won't, I won't knock anyone for doing that ever. Well, I won't okay, disagree but, with them. But, 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 but this is yeah. this is monopoly money. This is real money, and you only get you yes. don't get many chances here. So yeah, you're right. He has the right to take the risk. Absolutely. But this risk could cost him millions. That's the, that's yeah. the problem. And so yeah. do you want to live in a land of delusion? Do you want to live in a land of I, I, I believe in myself, I have the courage of my convictions, and I'm going to gamble on myself, and then at the end of the year, cut by the Redskins, <laughs> and he gets picked up by, oh, I don't know, the Jaguars, and he's making $8 million a year? You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I think yeah. – there, there's, you're right in what you're saying, but I think the complete statement behind it from where I'm sitting is, yes, he has that right. Um, but I'm going to knock him because, you, dude, $16 million a year? You ain't done nothing in this league. I mean, you won a division last year, and, and you, you were able to get yourself to $16 million a year? You better yeah. – what? That's all I'm saying. And that, that, was an over, that was an overpayment. They, and that was actually based on future incentives. That was right. that was an overpayment even for what even for what he was at the time. You know, but his his idea is getting up there, uh, getting up there even for, further. But here's the good news for Kirk Cousins: you are in the exact same offense. You have the exact same personnel. You may have had some pieces. I don't know, maybe some pieces switched on that offensive line, and you have 14 games left. Fix it quick. Mm. Fix it real quick, 
Because yeah. it's definitely true. Anything less anything less than playoffs is <laughs> unacceptable, especially if your play is not up to par. You better let it be blamed on you better let it be the defense fault. Don't let well, it be but, your fault. Here's the bad news for Kirk Cousins. Well, hold, hold on. Let me, hold on, JB. Wait a minute. Here, here's, the bad, here's the bad news for Kirk Cousins. He's in the same team with the same offense. While the Giants have spent $200 million to upgrade their defense, the Cowboys may have finally found a backup quarterback that can come in and win games, unlike last year. And the Eagles went and drafted a quarterback that looks, we're going to oh talk about him in a minute, looks pretty damn good. So while he's in the same situation a year later, your three competitors have upgraded. So, good luck. <laughs> good luck. JB, you want to say something? Yeah, I was going to say I, I agree with Train. you got 14 games. you got to turn it around. But the one thing, the one intangible that he needs to tap into is the, the rise and fall of RG3 when he was there. And he needs to understand and take some of that away and, and realize as fast as the success that I had last year came, it can go just oh as quick. And he needs to really understand because he was there firsthand. He saw all of that. He saw the fame and fortune that RG3 had. He also saw an RG3 that sat third string on the bench and kept his mouth shut and didn't say anything while Kirk was out there on the field swinging the rock around. Nothing out there can, can't say that he won't fall in the same position. So he needs to take some of that with him and understand that success in the NFL can be short-lived. But you need to grab it by the horns and work on your craft and make sure you've got everything sold up or he'll be in the same position RG3 was in, sitting on the bench just watching whoever else is going to take the throne. You've got to tap into that quick. Yeah, well, here's the problem with your analysis, though, Jay, is there's no one sitting behind him nipping at his heels that was drafted in the same round with the same, I'm sorry, the same draft with him just a few rounds later. He was drafted the same draft as RG3, and I questioned it. I said, why are they bringing this guy in fourth round when they got RG3? And now we know why, because they really didn't believe in RG3. Um, there's no one else on that roster that they believe in, number one. There really isn't. Um, so I don't, I don't foresee that as an issue. But what I do hear is that there are rumblings in the locker room, and there could be an internal mutiny that's going to be an issue. So it may not come from the outside like it did with RG3, but it may come from the inside. And then what you're going to do, because they do have Colt McCoy, but Colt McCoy, ain't, I mean, they ain't no threat. There's, there's no right. threat I mean, there. Regardless of where it comes from, bottom line is he can end himself up right on the bench. That's really what it boils down to. And with the poor play that he's, that he's shown, especially with, with that ooh, that disastrous pick that he threw in the end zone, he can end up oh on my the bench goodness. and put McCoy out there. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I agree. That, that I agree with. And, yeah, that pick was, was bad. And, um, you know, you get the ball in the second half twice, um, you know, in, in prime territory, and you come away with field goals. I mean, I was complaining about the Cowboys getting too many field goals uh, this year, and then they finally turned into, you know, got three touchdowns. Um, so, you know, now it flip-flopped, and now the Redskins was, was getting field goals instead of touchdowns. And that was really the difference in the game. So, um but mm-hmm. impressed, impressed with Dak he Prescott. What is that? He's got to turn it around. He, he wants some success. He's got to turn it around. Yeah. Like, like we've always talked about, especially you, you've always talked on the fact that it's one of, out of all the professional sports out there between your hockey, your basketball, your baseball, and, and the cold football, it's the shortest one out of the four. So 
he has a very short amount of time to turn it around. And given the fact that he's got turmoil inside the locker room, really is even worse. Because when your own folks turn against you, we all know it goes downhill quick, fast, and a hurry. Well, you know, and, and here's why I think it's not going to turn around. I don't think his coach believes in him anymore. Um, he's throwing him under the bus. And, um, you know, I, I think there's there's one thing in being honest and there's one thing in how you handle the media. And I think Gruden is a little too honest and a little too open. And I think he's he's empowering the mutiny that may happen. I, I've said it. I said it tonight. I'll say it again. Quarterback and head coach. In that division, that quarterback and head coach are in the worst shape in that division. And I think it's going to show throughout the season. I don't see them as a competitor. I don't see them as a team that, I mean, anything can happen in any division. But with what I'm seeing from the other three teams in that division, yeah, they're in trouble. They're in big trouble. So, um, speaking of quarterbacks, and Train alluded to this a little bit, has Sam Bradford found a home? We all know about Teddy Bridgewater. We know about Teddy's knee. Um, prognosis uh, is, is still undetermined as to whether he can make a full recovery. There are some talks that he may be done. Um, he's got a long road ahead of him to determine whether he can come back. Next year looks um, pretty unlikely at this point. And, um, and I think when they made the move to go get a number one pick, um, there was a reason because they were planning for what happens if. So let's make this strong move and go get this quarterback. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I, I, you know, and I, I shared the field with Aaron Rodgers, and for a minute I, was, I wasn't sure who was who. You know, did they switch uniforms or something? K-Star, you've been quiet. Holla at me. What's going on? Aaron Rodgers not look, looking like a mere mortal, one of the four horsemen, and Bradford looking like he wants to knock on the door and say, hey, guys. Hey, I'll take I'll take Big Ben's spot. Big who? I'm Sam Bradford. <laughs> I'm Sam Bradford. What's up? What do you think? That needs that needs to be a soundbite. First of all, um, <laughs> second of all, Aaron Rodgers. It's tough. I mean, again, we we kind of expect sometimes um, quarterbacks to not play as well when they play division opponents, but he, frankly, as of today, is actually Pro Football Focus's worst graded quarterback through two weeks. Um, I don't really have a good answer for it. I right. think that, you know, they they have a good offensive line, first of all. They even let a good offensive lineman go in, in Sitton. Uh, and, you know, they have a respectable ground attack. But for me, it just seems that they can't push the ball vertically at all. I don't know if they're waiting on Jordy Nelson get up to full speed or not. But one thing I do know is that Aaron Rodgers, for whatever reason, is kind of holding the ball a little bit too long and not – making those tight window throws like we would, you know, used to see him make uh, a couple of years ago. I'm not sure um, if it's just the receiver's not getting open from his end, but if not, they need a scheme for that, and he still has to make those quick, decisive throws to matriculate the ball down the field, and he's simply not doing that. So um, I don't have a good answer for the Aaron Rodgers ordeal. I think we need a little bit more time, and I think we need to see something outside of just against the Vikings who can make a lot of teams and players – Look really bad on offense. Yeah, do you do you think though? I mean, if you had to predict right now, well, I guess that's not a fair question. Um, let me let me ask a different question. How do you see the season progressing? Um, Agent Peterson had a scare. It was 
you know, it looked worse than what it really was. Now we're hearing torn meniscus um, could be back Sunday, but I think a lot of the people that have had that injury are saying uh, they do a little orthoscopic surgery to repair it, give him a week, and he should be okay. That's general, the general consensus of this injury. Um, because, because he's Superman, they could, he could be back on uh, Sunday, but we'll see. So let's just assume Adrian Peterson, who has not had a stellar year thus far, but comes back healthy. Um, what do you expect to see from Sam Bradford? Is it just – was his success – Again, a lack of film with this scheme, or could he have found a home? Could he be, you know, could this be the beginning of what we see in Minnesota this year? Uh, I think it could be a bit of what we can expect to see. Um, Wasn't really, uh, St. Bradford wasn't too good of a fit for Chip Kelly, but North Turner is a very good offensive coordinator, and they do have weapons. And more importantly, they have a defense that they can lean on to where, you know, Bradford shouldn't have to do too much. You know, they have a really talented player in Diggs. Um, unfortunately, he, he's going to be without Adrian Peterson for some time. But, again, in that offense with with a really good coordinator in Turner, he shouldn't have to do a whole lot. I think he's absolutely capable of playing this best ball in his career here in, in Minnesota because he's in a really good spot, a really good situation where he's not going to have to do too much and play beyond himself. Um, which finally, uh, you know, is something that can be said for him because in St. Louis he had to do really all of the work uh, in terms of what was expected from him. He had to kind of carry the franchise. Same thing was in Philly um, in that terrible speed offense. And, you know, here in Minnesota he has a great defense to kind of hide, not hide behind, but but fall back to uh, and, and have other teammates step up as well. Okay, um, but you you don't get to, you don't get to come on the show and contradict me. I believe I just said there's no report that says they're going to be without Peterson for quite some time. So I don't know where you're getting that from. That's not true. A torn meniscus. Um, uh, he has a torn meniscus. Yeah, and and a torn meniscus, you could be out for a week. It's it's not it's not completely torn. Um, they're evaluating it, but you could actually he could actually be back in a week or two. So we're you know. We're, 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 they're waiting. They're evaluating them as we, as we speak, but um, let's see what happens. But there is no report that says, matter of fact, I'm looking it up right now, refuse to rule out Peterson for Sunday's game against the Panthers. Okay, and this, is, this was today. So we don't know. My guess is two weeks. I don't think he plays Sunday. I think he's back next Sunday. Torn meniscus is not an ACL or any of that stuff. They go in, they do arthroscopic surgery, they, they repair it, and literally, you can go and start working out right away. I mean, it's that kind of injury. You literally can go and start working out. And depending on your tolerance for pain, the more you work it out, the more it responds. And, you know, he, he could play. I mean, it could respond to the point where he plays Sunday. But I, my opinion is it's going to be um, a week from Sunday. But we'll wait and get the official word. That's kind of my point. Don't be coming on my show and, 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 and contradicting me. Okay, thank you. Anyway, um, your decision, Dr. Train, what are your thoughts on Sam Bradford now that you've seen uh, um, Jay Cutler? I mean, you know, you, you know, what are your thoughts on Sam Bradford? Um, let, me, let, me, let me first say that uh, the reason why Aaron Rodgers looked like a mere mortal is because he was playing against a guy like defense. Okay. 
Let's just make that understandable. I, I got tired of hearing analysts today take everything away from Minnesota and what they were able to do to Aaron Rodgers. They were literally right. getting pressured with their with their defensive tackle. And not 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 just the defensive literally defensive tackle. I forget the dude's name, but he was in his face every down, every run. They clearly made them one dimensional. And the secondary, they picked on Trey Wayne, and Trey Wayne's got the last laugh. That that interception was beautiful. Um, as far as Sam Bradford, uh, they hit the easy button for Sam Bradford last night because the one he he stayed on two targets mostly, Stephon Diggs and Rudolph. Those were his passing targets, and they did a very good job of getting open. But what was baffling me about Green Bay's defense, especially after uh, Peterson went out, is that they would not play a safety over top or near Stephon Diggs. They kept letting the corner cover him one-on-one. That's the easy button for a cornerback. That dude is hella fast. I mean, his his speed, and they, they would, of course, you, you're not going to chuck him at the line because if he gets past you, it's touchdown. So it was slants and post all day for him because he was never n- n- never checked at the line, free release, and every time he cut, he's open. That's his, that's his break. And literally, I'm looking at the, the last chance that Green Bay had to, had to get the ball, their defense is on the field. First two drives, they stopped the run. Of course, Minnesota's going to run the ball. They're trying to, they're trying to run the clock out. And he is third down and like eight yards. I'm like, Yep, if they don't double step on Diggs, he's going to be open and it's going to be a first down. And lo and behold, they snap the ball, and Ha-Ha Clinton Diggs is in the box, doesn't drop back, and it's the, he's the safety on that side. Stephon Diggs goes up for, for a five and in or something like that, enough for the first down, and it's like an easy button first down. And it made Sam Bradford look great. I'm not, I'm not taking anything from him. He did exactly what he needed to do. I'd like to see more. Before I before I put him put him on his pedestal, but as far as going up against a, a division rival like that, that was that was seventy uh, percent uh, defense, thirty percent Sam Brown. Um, and I and I want to make sure everybody knows that this is the Madden voice. Even though Train went into play-by-play mode for a minute, he did. It happens, you know. He thought it was Monday Night Football, <laughs> but it's not Monday Night Football. This is actually the Madden voice. Okay, you can call in at three four seven eight three eight nine five two five three four seven eight three eight nine five two five. Catch us on the on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash the Madden Voice. You can also go to Twitter and go ahead shoot me a tweet and say hello uh, at the Madden Voice. Um, before we move on, I, I do want to take a minute and um, extend a very, very uh, heartfelt happy birthday to my firstborn. Uh, she's not listening, but I will I will edit this and I'll send it to her tomorrow so she can hear this. Um, but a, a heartfelt happy birthday to my firstborn, Melina Floyd, my daughter. Uh, yesterday was her 20th birthday. Um, and, and due to circumstances that um, were totally unforeseen and unplanned, I actually got to see her last night. She actually was home for one night. Um, so the family, we got to see her. She's in college, but um, she came home for one night, and uh, she's back in school tonight. Um, but uh, happy birthday. Um, I love you. I know Uncle probably going to want to say something in a second. But before Uncle says something, uh, let's do what we do here. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Right now she's saying, Dad, why why did you play Frank Sinatra? She's a music person, so she'll know who that is. Why why you play Frank Sinatra and you didn't play Stevie Stevie Wonder? Happy birthday. I don't understand that. That should have been Stevie Wonder. That's what she's saying right now. Um, anyway, uh, JB, would you like to say something? Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, since that's your firstborn, that's my first niece. So, uh, happy birthday to the one that I affectionately call Big Pumpkin because that's her nickname. And um, have many more happy birthdays. Keep doing well in school and do like Papa would do and, and stay, stay focused. All right. Fellas, you want to wish my baby girl a. Uh, Happy birthday, or I'm muting you off the rest of the show. Just saying. <laughs> Absolutely happy, happy birthday. Uh, I know your father loves you very much. He posts photos of you all the time on Facebook. It makes me happy as a father myself. So happy, happy birthday. Enjoy, enjoy it. Hey, absolutely happy birthday, man. And uh, you just, you, yeah, yeah, you definitely have an awesome dad. He's, he's, he's one of the best friends I have that I've yet to meet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's actually a true statement. That's actually a true statement. Um, yeah, and K-Star holds your daughter? She's 20 months. Her birthday is okay. December 16th. Okay, so you, you actually only have 18 more years to go to get to where I'm at. How about that? But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, and, and as a father, and I'm sure uh, my brother will attest to this, he has a little girl too, it's, it flies, bruh, it flies. You know, I, I remember when we were just on this show saying congratulations for K-Star being a daddy, a proud daddy, and now his daughter's close to two years. I mean, we're, you know, good Lord almighty, it, it, it flies. It flies right by. So, um, it does. Yeah, and just in case you guys forgot. How about them cowboys? All right, good. Okay, so anyway, um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the Patriots. And Jimmy G, hurt, um, doesn't look like he's going to play this Thursday. Um, let me go over there to K-Star. What do you think? Now, we've got two more games without Tom Brady. The Patriots are 2-0. Um, at this point, has Jimmy G did his job? I mean, the worst they can, they can walk into giving the team back to Tom Brady is 2-2. Two two. Has Jimmy G done his job and – are the Patriots still right on track? And what do you think the future is going to be for Garofalo with this injury? Absolutely, he's done his job. I think before the season, we were talking about best case being two and two. Well, he's you know put a check mark next to that check box because he's already accomplished that. Uh, future state, um, you know, he's about to go back up the greatest quarterback of all time as soon as he returns. Uh, he certainly. I'm sure created a market for him, perhaps during this off season, um, as teams are quarterback thirsty. Of course, we remember what happened with Matt Castle. Uh, but yeah, I mean the guy looked really, really strong uh, in his in his game and a half sample size. Um, and definitely, I mean leading them to two wins that was that was what we uh, you know we're, we're talking about as a best case scenario. And, and here they are, two and zero. And the rest of the division. The rest of the division, while we're here, uh, you know, Buffalo is an absolute mess. They re-outfired their 
offensive coordinator. Um, the Jets seem to be the biggest threat as they were last season, but they are one and one. And the Dolphins also look like just a joke of a team, um, you know, at one and one, and just yeah, not looking too. Good. I'm sorry, zero and two, and just not looking good at all. Getting stomped on by the Patriots last week. Yeah, I have a prediction, and I know I don't like to make predictions early in the season, but my prediction is the Patriots will win the division. Okay, I know I'm going on a limb there. I really am, but they're going to know anyway. That really wasn't my prediction. Um, my, my real prediction is um, at the end of the season, the Ryan brothers both get fired, and they will be unemployed, and their coaching career will um, – well, let me rephrase that. Their head coaching and offensive-slash-defensive coordinator – uh, positions. I think. I think the jobs that they will find after this year, uh, if in fact they find any jobs, will be lesser jobs. Um, you know, the, the 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 brother Ryan has given up 50 points in two games. Okay, he 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 continues to live off a name of his father that is a legend that was one of the best defensive coordinators in the history of the game, but he he has not shown that anywhere. He really hasn't. So, um, but anyway, um, yeah, I think Jimmy G, I think his future set, um, he's really, he's going to have the option at some point of taking over for Tom Brady. If Tom Brady actually realizes that he's not going to be able to play to 45, um, or taking his talents to South Beach, that's a figure of speech, meaning going somewhere else. Um, but I think he's done his job. He's played well for two games, probably will miss the next game and then we'll see what happens after that. Um, all right, good stuff. Um, gonna turn to JB and ask him a question. JB, you have been saying the Jaguars are coming, okay? And mind you that we already went to <laughs> an R rating for the fans. I'm gonna ask you again because we ask you this. And um, are you ready to concede the Jags ain't coming just yet? Nope. No, nope. they they had uh, they laid a huge egg, no doubt, against San Diego. Uh, anybody disappointed in them? Yeah, I was. That's damn damn sure I was. I expected to see more of that. But um, I'm not one to have one game make up an entire season. I think this is still a team that's on the rise that's going to have some hiccups and bumps in the road. And, and granted, like I said, they looked awful against San Diego, but they have weapons on both sides of the ball where I believe they'll be successful. And I believe I also said that Coach Gus Bradley will be one of those folks on that potential hot seat if they don't start to show more progress than what they have in the past year or two. So disappointed I am in the play versus San Diego, but I'm still going to say this is a team that's on the rise. Mm-hmm. So 0-2 doesn't really impact you, right? 0-2 doesn't mean anything. 0-2. You know, the the whole stat that, that you know as well as I do when you start off 0-2, 12% chance of making it to the playoffs. 0-2. Yeah, I also remember our Cowboys started off 0-2 and went to the Super Bowl and won. Now, I'm uh, not yeah. saying that you're going to go to really? the Super Bowl and win. Well, there, that, there's a reason that it's 12. Okay, really? Now, I, I have the utmost respect for your football acumen. Okay, but that was probably about the most ridiculous comparison you could ever make. You're going to okay. compare. Okay. Uh, the the Jags are 0 2. I know they're 0 2. Let me ask you. They said how. Let me ask you. They could have won that first game in week one, 
They showed a lot of gut and a lot of fight, but even though they did lose, I'm not saying that they're going to be in the playoffs. I'm saying that they need to show progress, and I believe they are going to show progress this year. But I'm not going to say after one game, burn them and leave them hanging out to dry. Not after one game, not after one anomaly, when this is a team that's young. You're going way, and you you need to stay focused because you're not right now. You just made a statement that compared them to a Dallas Cowboy team that went 0-2 and won the Super Bowl with Emmitt Smith held out that year, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, 90s dynasty, and Emmitt Smith held out for the first two games, and then they came back and they went to the Super Bowl. There is absolutely no comparison to the talent on the Jaguars roster and the Cowboys dynasty of the 90s. There is zero comparison. That was not – there's there's zero comparison, period. And there's a reason that it's 12% because there's actually means that at 12%, some teams do make it to the playoffs. But the vast majority do not. So that's the point of the 12% stat, not to focus on one team back in 90 – I want to say three that did it, you know, 23 years ago um, – and went to the Super Bowl is to say that the vast majority of them don't. And I'm not focusing on one game. I'm focusing on the fact that they're 0-2. That's what I'm focusing on. They're not 1-1. They're 0-2. Out of the two games that they played, yes, this was a goose egg. Now, if they had laid a goose egg in game one and laid a goose egg in game two, then I might have a different story to tell. But what I'm saying is they played well in the first game, don't know what happened against San Diego. Can't explain that one. But I'm not about to get off the train and say, no, they're, they're going to go 0-16 or 150 or they suck or other. I'm not going there just yet. I need to see more of whatever it is they're trying to do in Jacksonville because, like I said, they have talent on both sides of the ball, and I'm not going to hang them out to dry after one anomaly. I think this is a team that's still on the rise and a team that's still got a chance to compete in that division. And I'm not going to hang them up just because they laid a goose egg against San Diego. Okay, but you, again, I, I you know I I don't know if you're drinking scotch or something. I didn't say one goose egg. You said that. I said zero and two. I keep saying zero and two. You keep changing what I'm saying. I asked the question about the team based on the start to the season. The start to the season. Can I finish? Can I finish what I'm saying? I didn't interrupt you. I believe I. I believe that. I believe I didn't interrupt you. So please extend the same courtesy and don't interrupt me because I'll let you finish your point even though I don't agree with it. I said 0-2. I didn't say this game. I said they have started the season 0-2. And they went backwards from a competitive first game against the, uh, the Packers to now an annihilation to the, to, the, to the Chargers. So thus the question of not just off of one game, off of two games, 0-2, and going backwards, not progressing, not going forward, because you've been saying for a couple of years that they're coming. And I'm still waiting. And I don't see it. It ain't happening. You done? Yeah, when when I when I stop talking, that generally means I'm done. Okay, well I don't want to interrupt and do so I want to make sure you're done. So you you sure you're General, done? Stop talking, that means you're done. Okay. If I'm still talking, okay. then you start talking. Oh, okay, very good, very good. So, as I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's just this. this I'm, I'm looking at the 0-2 also, and I get all of that. But I'm not going to stop and just say, get off the bandwagon. Let's see how they do. 
They still have a chance to compete in this division. I still think this division up for grabs. Houston looks pretty good. Houston looks really good, actually. Kind of surprised at how good they look. Uh, Colts, if they can find a defense and, and get some consistent offense, maybe they got a chance. But this division is still up for grabs. So I, I want to see some more. Now, we can have this conversation two weeks, three weeks from now, where we have a bigger set of information. And then I could say, you know what, this team really isn't showing the progress I thought they would. And, and at that point, yes, maybe it's going to be up a bandwagon, but I'm not about to do that just yet. And if you want to disagree, that's fine. I'm there. But that's, that's where my standpoint is. Okay, Alan, we'll, break, we'll have it again because we did this last year and you stuck to your guns and they finished 4-12. and 12. Um, So, I mean, you know, they, they, they have not done to this point what you predicted they would do a couple of seasons ago. And, um, you know, could it happen? Um, yeah. Will it happen? No, I don't believe it's going to happen. And I believe the main reason it's not going to happen is the head coach. I don't think he's the right guy for the job. Um, he's, well, he's got. That's, he's got. That's, in in the in the preseason leading up to game one, uh, the, the the kickoff to the season, we talked about coaches on a potential hot seat. He was on that list, and I specifically stated because of the fact that he's got Blake Bortles, he's got T.J. Yeldon, and he's got two dynamic receivers on on the outside. He's got Dante Fowler. He's now got Jalen Ramsey. There's no excuse for this team not to excel or at least go more improvement. So if they do go backwards, yes, I too would say then uh, Gus Bradley's got to go. But let's wait and see. Well, and, and, I, and I'm saying backwards from the first game. I don't really think they've gotten to a point where we can say they've been successful and now they're backtracking. They haven't been successful yet. My only point was off of the first game, they went, they went backwards. So, um, you know, that that was kind of my point. Um, so uh, I think that Bradley is 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 not the guy to do the job. But I, I will say in my final comment, um, you made your prediction with him as a head coach. So while you did add, you did um, predict that he'd be on the hot seat, and I agree with you, um, your prediction of their success was under his leadership. So you know he, he and he has not. You know I, I do I do agree that they have a lot of talent, but. Um, you know, it's it's not necessarily panning out, and um, I think they're going to have another rough season. They are in a division that they can compete in because it's not a strong division, but I, I don't I don't believe in that head coach at all. I mean, I, I think I think they're in trouble. I really do. Um, let me. You may very well be right. You may very well be right. And if there is trouble from that team, I would look at the head coach too. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and let me one more time remind my co-hosts that we are live on the air, and when we're on the air and you're typing or talking, it comes through, and it lessens the quality of the show. So please mute yourself, or I will have to mute you. Um, I appreciate that, and I'm sure our listeners out there don't want to hear unnecessary background noise and uh, unnecessary clicking and typing. So if you guys can pay attention to that uh, while we are on the air, the entire time we are on the air, that would be extremely helpful. I appreciate that greatly. All right. Um, let's uh, – we covered everything I wanted to cover. Uh, yeah, I think uh, pretty much we have. So I think we can now get into uh, reviewing last week's picks and then making some picks um, for this week. And last week um, – 
yeah, three of us went 4 and 0. Mm. One of us went, you know, 1 and 3. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um I don't have any regrets. Um Chiefs played tight, you know. Um I thought they would pull it out, but but they didn't. Um, you know. Um yeah, hey, I got the Cincinnati pit game wrong. Um, you know, division game, tough game, you know. I I'm okay with that. And um, you know, Indianapolis and Denver, I mean, you know, now we're gonna talk about a team that's 0-2 and and could be in some trouble and that would be you know, the Colts, although I have a little more confidence that they can rebound than um uh you know, then 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 Jacksonville, but nevertheless, I was one one and three and the rest of you guys were all four and oh. Great job. Um so the cumulative rankings at this point have K Star, J B and Dr. Train at five and three and Commissioner T sitting at two and six. And uh let me just pull up the NFL pick 'em real quick and see where we are at um kind of league wise. And uh, it's it's loading, it's loading, it's loading. Here we go. Uh, that reminds me, I gotta make my picks this week. Come on. All right, the Madden Voice. Here we are. And, and you know what, guys? It's still an open group. If anybody's out there and wants to join in, um, it's it's an open it's an open group. You can jump in. It's only two weeks in, so you know, come on in, make some picks. Um, somebody is beating us all. It's the truth picks. He's leading. I don't know who it is, but he's leading. Um, JB is second. Um, so the leader has 260 points. I don't know him, but congratulations on her. Uh, JB is sitting solidly at number two with 240 points. Good job. Um, Jacksonville still sucks, but good job. Um, K-Star is sitting at three with uh, 200 points. And I am sitting tied with somebody called Exotic Smash Mouth. Smash, smash mouth. I'm sitting tied with him or her with 190 and pulling up the rear. Uh, currently is Dr. Train at 170 points. So there we are. All right. And after week four, we will do our own Madden Voice power rankings. I don't like doing them too early in the season. So after week four, we will do that. But um, let's pick some games. All right. And uh, it was kind of hard to pick games this week because there's a lot of good games. And I, I only want to do four so it was kind of hard but there was a lot of good games but i picked four very competitive games so um first game would be houston we just talked about 2-0 at new england 2-0 um let's go with jb on this one who you got well this is a tough one because when you talk about the Patriots, you talk about physical quarterback, that's not named Brady. Garoppolo's played well, and I played well in his release. But you got a Texas team that's coming. My gut wants to say Texans, but my football mind says go with the Patriots just because of the fact that you've got Belichick, you're at home. It's a short week, and the amount of preparation the Texans will have for Brissett is going to be minimal. Um so I'm, I got to go with the Patriots on this one. Okay. Um, K-Star, who do you have? Houston at New England. <clears throat> um, 
I want to go with New England. However, they're in a tough predicament at quarterback. And while they may be successful taking away Hopkins, uh, the guy Kyle Fuller can really fly. And I think that the Texans making a plays uh, overall as a whole, based off their balance and, and attacking uh, the number two corner in New England, um, enough to, to get the good job done and win the game because New England's got to throw against uh, Houston. And, you know, because Houston can't stop the run, they're proven to do so. They can't just hand the ball to look at Blunt, the Patriots. Uh, and be successful in this game. They have to make plays in the passing game, and I think that they will fall a little short. So I like Houston. Okay. All right, Dr. Train, who you got? Um, This is actually not a tough one for me, but I will say this. If um, if Bill J is able to pull this out, to brief, man, I, at least I haven't taken my hat off to him already. If he's able to pull this out against Houston, I really tip my hat to him. But I, I'm I'm definitely picking Houston on this one. I, Garoppolo was a bit of a surprise for his win against Arizona. So his win against Miami was, you know, that was still good he goes down. But against this defense and you going third string quarterback? Nah, I definitely got to go Houston. Um, yeah, this is a tough one for me. I was more on Houston's bandwagon last year after hard knocks and getting to really know the team a little closer. I, I believe that the NFL should figure out a way to bring some version of hot hard knocks to every franchise for every fan base to get a closer look at their individual team. It doesn't have to be the full six weeks or whatever they do, um, HBO does. But I, I think you really get to see um, a side of your team that you're not going to see anywhere else. There's just nothing else like it. And to only get one team every year for us pure football fans, I think they should – you know, I, I get it. A lot of the teams don't want to, to meet the press, but you know what? Hey, we, we're the ones paying the bills. I mean, bottom line is – we're the ones buying the tickets. We're the ones buying the, the, the garb. We're the ones that are buying the food and the drink that's being advertised. And we're the ones turning on the TVs and the, the billion-dollar contracts. So we are your customer. And think about it, NFL fans. Can you imagine getting even a little mini series, three or four shows? Um, you know, even if it was just a couple of shows. Even if it was just one 90-minute you know, that took you through some of the storylines and took you through, you know, and it came on a week before the season started and you got to watch one 90-minute little mini documentary to get you pumped for your team. I, I just think it would be a phenomenal thing to do. Um, but what do I know? That said, uh, I'm going to go with the Pats. <laughs> um, uh, I just think that, uh, I, you know, what Train said is I think it's going to happen. I think Belichick is, is um, one of the best coaches of all time. And this is where he makes his money. He, it's not when Brady is healthy and Gronkowski's healthy and the team is healthy. They go in and they trample people. No, that's not where he makes his money. This is where he makes his money. Where he's got to get a third-string quarterback ready on a short week. And you know, here's the thing with, with with Belichick. He didn't do it this week. That guy was already ready to play when Brady was um, suspended, and they knew that that they were one hit away from bringing this back up in. So he's already been ready. That's what I think the the world – see, the Madden voice is going to bring you something that the, other, the rest of the world didn't consider. I haven't heard this on any other show. This guy's already ready to go in there and play. 
okay? And so, and they're home, which is, you know, on a short week, it's helpful that they don't have to travel. So with the third-string quarterback and they're home and they don't have to travel and the legendary coach that he is, I, I'm going to go with the Pats. And what will be a good game, I think it'll be a good game. Uh, Gronk is is still, we don't know his health for for, for uh, Thursday night. Um, my guess is he won't play. That's just my guess. I have nothing to base that on other than, you know, why rush him back? You're 2-0, and you'd rather him be completely healthy and go through the stretch with Tom Brady. Uh, you do have Martellus Bennett, who for some strange reason sat on my bench on Sunday. Don't understand what I was smoking, but dumb, just dumb. But anyway, um, uh, I'm going with the Pats. All right. Next game, we'll start with K-Star. Another tough game to call. Uh, Denver, 2-0 and at Cincinnati. One and one. K Star. Hate hate to do it, but I want to go with Cincinnati. Uh, you know, this one. I feel like this is a big game for them more than it is for Denver. You know, they're coming off a tough loss at Pittsburgh, those Steelers, um, and you know they got to find a way, and I think they will to to get AJ Green the ball. The challenge will be moving the ball down the field against. Uh, the best defense in the league. However, you know, the reason why I like Cincinnati in this game, not only are they home and also really good defensively, but DeMarcus Ware will not be playing in this game. And he is, of course, a huge factor uh, for that defense. So I think that gives Andy Dalton a little bit more time. And I think with a little bit more time, A.J. Green should have a good game. Um, I like Cincinnati. Okay. J.B.? You know, for all the reasons that K-Star just mentioned, I'm going that route, too. Um, I think DeMarcus Ware's injury is going to prove to be a bigger factor than folks may even realize. Even though he's a big part of that team, I think just not having him on the field is going to be a uh, detriment to the Broncos. I think the uh, the run game actually pick up, too, for, for Cincinnati. So I'm going to take them in this one. It's going to be a tight one, but I'm still going Cincinnati. All right. Dr. Train? Gosh, man, um, this one is a tough one to take. You know, I'm going to roll with the home team on this one. Um, it, 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 man, yeah, I'm going to have to roll with the home team on this one. I, 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 I don't see, you know, Cincinnati falling off the wagon that bad. So I, I like Cincinnati in this game. Well, as been my trend, I'm going to go against the trend. I'm going to go with Denver. Um, DeMarcus Ware... Um, out broken form. I feel bad for him. I still love D Ware. Uh nine years with the Cowboys. The man played his heart out for us and I could never, ever, ever root against him. I just can't. Um he's he's uh he's just one of those um you know, I, I got to know a lot about him as a person, being a Cowboy fan and being a football fan. And if you ever just looked into his story as who he is as a human being, you, you know, and the stuff he's gone through with his family and stuff, the guy's phenomenal and feel bad for him being out, you know, they're talking four to five weeks with a broken forearm. Um, but um, I'm going to tell you right now, the best defensive player in the NFL right now is not J.J. Watt, it's Vaughn Miller. Um, that dude is, is, is a monster. And it's going to be interesting without where on the other side to see what Miller can do. But I, I think he's still going to wreak havoc. I still think um, 
he's virtually unblockable. Now, obviously, having a Hall of Famer on the other side has done nothing more than help him. And I found out recently that, um, I don't know the age difference, that, you know, Vaughn Miller grew up, I put that in quotes because they're on the same team now, idolizing DeMarcus Ware. So, <laughs> figure that one. But um, I just think Vaughn Miller, this is going to be a game where Vaughn Miller is going to earn his money. Um, and it's going to be a good game. And, you know, uh, I think that, the you know, the the main reason I'm picking Denver is because I think Cincinnati, when you play the, 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 this rivalry between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, and K-Star can correct me if I'm wrong, over the years um, has really become, I, I would say it's about pretty much replacing the Pittsburgh-Baltimore intensity as far as rivalry goes. That was the rivalry. Um, and since Ray Lewis has retired, that's kind of lost its its sizzle. And now I think it's Pittsburgh and Cincinnati in that division. I mean, that, those games are fierce. And, yep, that's correct. Okay. So with that said, when you lose that game under any circumstances, you just, you, you know, man, you know, that, that it, it it's not just another loss. Now, these guys are professionals. They're going to come to play, but that's a division loss. It hurts. And now they got to come play the Super Bowl champions. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Super Bowl champions. What am I thinking? Thinking Carolina won for some reason. No, playing the Super Bowl champions that are two and zero, and Simeon's looking pretty good. Um, you know, so um, I need to pause just for a minute because I, I, I you know, so I'm picking Denver. Before we finish our picks, I, I just I have to say this real quick, um, and the reason I'm saying it is because I'm I'm looking at the video on TV. Um, we talked about the Kaepernick protest and uh, K Star, to his credit, a man of of, of intelligence, had some you know, concerns in the beginning and then came around and said, you know what, I, I see what you guys are saying. And while I wouldn't, this is what K-Star said, I think we all agree. While I wouldn't protest that way, I understand a protest. Um, and, you know, we had the unfortunate terrorist attacks over the weekend. They caught the guy uh, in about 36 hours. So kudos to our law enforcement. Um, but now another innocent, unarmed black man was murdered in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And they're showing a video on TV right now. They're showing it. And, you know, I'm not going to preach. I'm not going to go off on a soliloquy. But to all you people out there that didn't understand the Colin Kaepernick uh, protest and all of you that didn't like it, and y'all know who you are and thought that he disrespected this country and disrespected the flag, okay, this is what he's talking about. One more time. This guy was broke down on the side of, on, the, on the road, unarmed black man. And he's murdered, and it's on video by a white cop. It's a problem in this country. And when you see the NFL players kneeling or putting the fist up, they're bringing awareness to this issue. So instead of getting outraged over that and, and, and going up in arms and telling Kaepernick he needs to leave the country and he loved this country, no. How about we figure that problem out? Because you know what? There's three black men on this show. And no disrespect to K-Star, I'm not trying to single him out. But JB, myself, and Dr. Trainer, African-American, that could be any one of us coming home from work one night and running into the wrong cop. So can y'all get off this bandwagon against Kaepernick and get on the wagon of trying to figure out what's going on in this country and solving this problem? And Donald Trump, shut up. All right. Sorry, I had to say it. I had to go there. All right. Back to the NFL picks. Uh... Another tough one. I think it's a tough one. 
but let's see what you guys think. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not that tough. But Minnesota 2-0 and at Carolina 1-1. One and one. Um, I'll start with this one. I'll do this one first. Minnesota at Carolina. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Carolina because they're home, but I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I don't think Peterson will play um, simply because I do think when they do the arthroscopic surgery, I think they're gonna, he's going to need a week. Um, so I, I just don't see him playing. They do got Asiato or whatever his name is. He's not bad. Stefan Diggs is looking good. Um, you know, the offense looks pretty good. I mean, they, they've got some weapons out there. The defense is stout. It's going to be a good game. Bradford looked like for a guy who's only been on the team for two, three weeks, looked pretty good. So it's going to be a good game. Um, I'm not a Carolina fan. I don't like Cam Newton as an athlete. I think he's very talented, but until he gets his head on straight, I'm not a fan of his. I'm, I am just not. I want to. I want to see leadership, the proper leadership. And when he shows me that, then I'll be a fan. Um, but that said, I just think I, 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 kind of similar to what you guys said on the last one. I can't see Carolina um, following a Super Bowl appearance MVP year by Cam Newton 15 and one, and then they start off this year one and two. They're going to do whatever it takes to win this game. I think they, they're, they're, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good one because Bradford showed I'm, I'm here to play. Um, but that said, I, I, I expect Carolina to pull it out. Did y'all see that thing on his hand? Uh, on his non-throwing hand, whatever the heck that was. But he stayed in the game, didn't he? He, he didn't leave like Jay Cutler. But anyway, okay, I digress. Um, uh, Dr. Train, who you got? I don't know. I'm going to go with Carolina on this one, man. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's it's. I, I, I definitely like what I saw in Minnesota. It's going it's gonna to be a good game. I just don't think Carolina's defense is going to be – is going to allow uh, – Allow Minnesota to hit the easy button and, and just make it so easy to just get Stephon Diggs uh, constantly beating his man over and over again. So, and not missing Asian Peterson is it, it, it's, it's a big factor in this one. Against this team, you 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 need your weapons against that defense. Okay, JB. Yeah, I, I'm amazed really at the chemistry that um, Bradford developed with Diggs. Um, that was actually. Phenomenal to see. I don't think AD is going to play this week. I, I don't even think he's going to play next week, to be honest with you. But with all that being said, I'm taking Carolina because they're at home, because I can't see them either being one and two. Um, and I think Cam is going to play with a bit of a chip on his shoulder. I mean, he kind of should. You're the reigning MVP. You had a Super Bowl appearance. You should be out for blood. You should be looking to beat the Vikings that, that don't have their uh, starting quarterback in Bridgewater who probably would be more than 12 months, like I said before, with the injury. I'm going with Carolina. Okay. And as if I don't know, K-Star, who you got? Okay. Um, hey, man, you already know. Oh, Jesus Christ. You already know. <sighs> yes. Yes. Yeah, <sighs> dominated last week. I don't think he's going to dominate Brother. the Vikings, but I think I think that he'll certainly make enough plays. I'm going to bring to the D, but, but they're at home. Carolina's at home. Hold Superman on. will we, make plays. Hold on, man. We got, you got to, here, check this out, K-Star. Hold on. Okay, the late great heavy D, not a we found love. Did you hear the rhythm? Did you hear the beat? Did it groove? Okay. 
you, you know, the cam thing, man, you got, you know, we going, I don't know, man, we don't have to like get a Skype call together and get the, and get the fellas, me, Dr. Train and JB, the brothers on with you on like Skype or something and, and work with you. Cause it's bad, bro. It's bad. It's bad. There's no, there's no rhythm. There's no flow. We, we going, we gonna have to set this up off the air, give you a couple weeks of lessons and then let you come back on the show and do it again. And show your progress, man, because it's, it's it's just bad. It's just bad. It's just bad. Um, okay. Your um, words are hurtful. I, you know, I I I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I I really I I don't really care. I I, I don't. But anyway, um, Pittsburgh two and zero at the surprising two and zero Philadelphia Eagles. Under we didn't get to talk much about them. Carson Wentz. Looking good, um, you know, first round draft pick, I believe number two, if I remember correctly. Am I right, guys? The second pick in the draft? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and golf, not even starting yet, number one pick, but, you know, we'll give him time. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. But Wentz looking good. Um, but let's start with, with K-Star, and I know who you're going to pick, but uh, at least I think I know you're going to pick. Um, but they're traveling to Philly, cross-state, intrastate game. Why are the Steelers going to beat what's looking like a pretty good Pittsburgh um, – uh, I'm sorry, Philadelphia team? God, that hurts for me to even say that. But anyway, God. Well, the Steelers simply have more firepower. They have the – first of all, they have the QB and they have the coach. We, we, we touched on that many times. You have Big, Big Ben who's on a tear right now three touchdowns last week, even in a monsoon at home. And then you have Antonio Brown, who's coming off a disappointing game by his standards. Um, the Steelers fans, they travel really well, too. And I think that it's going to be a mixed crowd. And I think that the, the Eagles have been feeling themselves a little bit too much. I think this is a test in which they're going to fail pretty badly on. Uh, they have a good front seven, but the Steelers have a better offensive line. And they're not going to be able to contain Antonio Brown or Big Ben or, or anything. They're not going to be able to keep up offensively, and what's most true about the Steelers is the defense. Uh, they force a lot of turnovers. We're second in the NFL and force turnovers through two games. Carson Wentz is still a rookie. He's going to play. He's going to keep up the pace with Big Ben, and that's a tough pace to, uh, for anyone to keep up with, let alone a rookie. So I think today, or I think someday he will make mistakes, and Pittsburgh will capitalize and win big. Okay. Uh, JB, Pittsburgh traveling to Philly. Who you got? Yeah, this is really going to be an interesting game. Philly kind of reminds me just to take a, a, a bit of a sidestep to college football with Louisville. They had a great win, but we still really don't know exactly what they're made of because we don't know what Florida State was truly made of. Kind of how I think about Philadelphia. you got to win over the Browns, okay, but then you, know, you go into Chicago, you beat the Bears, okay. This is the litmus test right here. Um, you you got the Steelers, Crosstown rivalry, Battle of Keystone State, how is Carson Wentz going to deal with, with the combination of James Harrison and all those guys over there on that side, Shazier and what have you? I'm actually going to go with the Steelers. Um, a lot of what K-Star had said, but I think right now experience at the quarterback position in this particular game is going to prove vital, and I think it's going to be the difference maker. So I'm going with the Steelers. Okay. Dr. Train? I think I'm. Uh, I think when I go with the Steelers on this one, um, there's a lot more experience on on that on that side of the ball. You know, as far as a, a team that knows how to 
uh, play in, play in tough games. And there's one knock on Carson Wentz that I ha- that I have. I-, I like the kid's poise. I-, I like the way he he checks down at the line reading defense. But boy, you better learn how to go down. You can't just run over everybody. It's not gonna work. Chicago managed to get some solid hits on that kid. Um, and if he keeps taking hits like that, he's not going to last long in that league. And I've, so far this season, I've, I've liked what I've seen from the Steelers linebacking court. Man, those guys, those guys move. Those guys are fast. They're, like, all over the place. And, uh, Brian Shazier is a stud. Man, they, they, yeah, he's going to take some hits come come uh, come Sunday with, with, with the fact that he, he hasn't learned when to, uh, when, when to go down. Because, I mean, he even got flipped in the Chicago game last night. I was just like, dude, you, you go down. There's no need to get that extra yard. You, you'll be okay. So I, I like Philly. I mean, I like uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, I like Pittsburgh, and I want Pittsburgh, obviously. I need Pittsburgh to go ahead and put an L in the Steelers. Uh, I mean, sorry, the Eagles column and, and derail them a bit and bring them down to earth. Um, but I also think they're a the better team. Um, you know, quarterback and coach, uh, Wentz is still a rookie. Two games in, looking pretty good. But, you know, Big Ben is a four-horseman. Big Ben, you know, and, um, you know, Antonio Brown, you know, what do you have, four catches, you know, um, you know, for for him, that's that you know that that was yeah. that was being that was being benched for him. I think he comes out and has yeah. a big game. Um, you know, all oh, respect to D'Angelo Williams, guy's thirty what thirty four, thirty. I don't even know how old he is, 32. but he's old. Yeah, thirty two. And God, guys, and he's got such a good attitude about it too. I mean, you know what you know what just what a great compliment to the team. You know, um, uh, so I, I you know I. I I, and I'm not trying to sound like a closet Steelers fan. I actually can't stand the Steelers, but I never let my hatred for a team get in the way of my football integrity. And uh, they're a better team. They're a good team, well-coached team, disciplined team. Um, and I, I expect them to – it's going to be a good game. But I think Pittsburgh is, is going gonna, is gonna, is gonna to win. Um, so I'm going with Pittsburgh on this one. Um, the Cowboys play the Bears Sunday night. Uh, I want to warn the Cowboys – that if Bill Parcells was your head coach, he would be hanging mousetraps in the locker room. Because why would he be doing that, JB? It's a trap game. And explain to the esteemed audience what a trap game is. A trap game is one that you expect to win, expect to dominate, because you know the next game possibly be could be a rivalry game or a, a very crucial game or just a crucial game in your division, to say the least. Yeah, pretty much you take it for granted, and you're already thinking ahead, and you already have the, the, the win. And we know that maybe outside of the Cleveland Browns, the Bears right now are probably the worst team in the NFL. And that's a classic formula to lose. You're at home. You haven't played well at home. Um, Jay Cutler's getting beat up in the press all week, so he's going to come out pissed off if he plays. I'm going to assume he's playing, um, you know, unless his boo-boo, you know, someone needs to kiss his boo-boo so he can get back out in the field. Um, but it's a game on um, you, you should beat the Bears. Even, even Dr. Train can admit that. And so don't take this team lightly and get out there and, and play this game and play it to the level that you've been playing at and, and treat them like they are an NFL team and they're not going to lay down. They're not going to lay down. 
So I'm just saying. But I will say good luck, Dr. Chan. I wish I was going to be out there to watch it with you live. But, you know, hey, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't dead and we ain't, we ain't old yet. So that day will come, I promise you. Um, and uh, I guess the final thing, I'm going to start with the final words and then let you guys do the final words and then let Dr. Train do the last final word for the night and then I'll sign off. But I want to say, um, America, please pay attention to what's going on. Okay. I talked about it earlier. Please pay attention. Be part of the problem. I mean, be a part of the solution and not part of the problem. Um, I want to thank Dr. Train's wife for calling in. Yeah, I'm already calling you her wife because that's your wife, man. Let's just be honest. Um, and, I, and I really, 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 and, and Dr. Train knows this, um, you know, when he, when, he, when he calls me best friend he's never met, I'm going to take it one step further. I consider him one of my best friends, period. Uh, the things that me and this man have gone through, you know, via, via uh, the telephone, text messaging and Facebook over the years we've known each other it's just been something else and for me to know that he's a few days away from marrying his soulmate after everything I know he's gone through um, it's just you know I may cry this weekend be honest with you I may I ain't gonna lie I really may cry I may see shit you know Terry why you cry? I don't know I'm just, I'm just so emotional right now you know I, I may cry you know that's how happy I am for him I'm just getting a little choked up right now but anyway um but I just want to congratulate you. I'm so happy for you, brother. And, um, you know, all the best from way out here in Bristol, Connecticut, man. I, I won't be there physically, but I'll definitely be there in spirit. So, um, uh, K-Star, any final words? No, nah, just, hey, train, enjoy, enjoy it, man. It is happy. I'm happy for you. Happy for you and your lovely wife. I, I just want to extend my congratulations. Um Having that type of happiness, I'm sure it is It is just a whole different level of, of appreciation for life. And we share that appreciation uh, because we hear how enthused you are, and it makes us, you know, enthused as well. And I think that, and this is corny, but I think anyone out there listening can hear that. And I think anyone out there who may, you know, have some, reservations or doubts that they'll find someone. I mean, there's someone for anyone. It sounds like Train has found his someone, and I think that's awesome. So, I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend of football, and, and Train just wanted to extend that to you and and your wife. All right. JB, final words. Yeah, I echo those same sentiments by everybody, Train. This is something that's uh, obviously important, obviously special territory, every moment of it. Enjoy it to the fullest extent. We're all happy for you, and um, – Obviously, best wishes. I'm sure this is exactly what you and your brother to be have, have want and wish for, and we obviously want you to be extremely happy as well, sir. And be nothing but happiness in the future. So, congratulations. Uh, on a football note, it's nice to see that in the two leagues, my brother and I are in, I'm tuning on both of them and had to put the big fat L on you this week. It's our day, bro, but I had to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, the phone, is, I mean, it's staticky. I didn't quite, I, you know, it must be a bad connection or something. I didn't hear anything you said. It was a bad anyway. connection, but your team, that's what it was. Yeah, my, my ass whooped. But anyway, guys, yeah, he, he did. He whooped me up. It is what it is. Okay. It is what it is. Now, but anyway. Smack it down. That's what it was. Later, yeah, you, smack you, it down on the Rudy <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you go to the rest. Yeah, 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 whatever. Okay, uh, yeah, um, 
well, I'm going to move on because I said Dr. Train would get the last words, and I don't know why you're taking up so much time, Jay. It's just this is Train's moment, so shut up. Anyway. So. <laughs> All right, Dr. Train, you get you get the final words. You get to send us home. Wow, man. Uh, I've done this in a while. <laughs> Guys, I really want to say thank you. Uh, I greatly appreciate all the kind words, all the thank yous, and all definitely all the love. Um, um, I guess I get the sentimental stuff out of the way. It's 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 honestly a pure joy and, and T. I definitely appreciate those words, man. You do know you do know some, you do know uh some the definitely some things that I've I've been through, man. Uh, to get to this point, so I am extremely happy, and man. It it I know you I know you got the new job, and hey, I, I missed the beginning of the show, but congratulations on that, definitely. Uh, and I do understand what it definitely means to make some different amount of money if <laughs> it changes your life. Uh, but, boy, do I wish you could make it out here. Bachelor party tomorrow night, just in case, <laughs> just in case hey. you wanted to know. <laughs> Notice, okay, oh, but, see, just so everybody know, I know this is moment. I just want to say something. He looked over his shoulders before he said that. He looked around. See, anybody, can hear, anybody hear me? Okay, bachelor party tomorrow night. Okay, go ahead, Trey. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, she shows not in. She's not in the house. So, yeah, no. there you go. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I definitely wish you wish you could be out here, man. Uh, there is a second reception. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've extended the invite to you guys. I'm extending it again. If you can make it to Memphis October 5th, weekend on October 15th, by all means, please make it. This is the website, michellemckenzie.com. Hey, this is just to check out the, the nice site one of my groomsmen put together for me. Uh, for us, rather, and uh, yeah, uh, RSVP for the Memphis reception, man, and 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 be there if you can, dude. I, uh, it would be great to see, you know, either of either of you guys in in person, but definitely to you since we had a relationship as long as it would be awesome. You can get down there, but I know it's a new job, so I know I don't know how I know how tough it can it it, it can be. Uh, JB, I guess I'm gonna hold you more, more accountable because you you're in Atlanta. <laughs> but you know, it's a it's a yeah. six and a half hour ride, so um, I'll do my best, bro. I will do my best. All right, All right. <laughs> um, with that, well, with that said, man, um, just in on on football note, I'm so curious about what I said earlier. I really am looking forward to the next quarterback. I'm really passionate. Color. I don't I don't care what we do this year. It's not going to be competitive enough to be happy, you know, for the postseason. It just it just isn't. And it's it's and last night was definitely evident that Chicago needs to move on past this guy. I don't care if he goes on and, and have a freaking stellar career on another team. In Chicago, it's not working and it hasn't it hasn't been working enough. So it's it's, it's time to move on. I'm just looking forward to, to seeing some smash mouth footballs on some of these um some of these matchups that are coming up this weekend. It's going to be awesome. I'll be a merry band, and I'll be watching football. And, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Life is moving at the speed of light right now. So uh, with, that, with that said, man, I want to thank all of our listeners for listening in to the Madden Voice. We greatly great, appreciate your support. Uh, one last thing I will say, please, please, if you, if you listen to us and you heard T earlier, this thing is not a joke with what's happening between African American African American community and the police. 
it's not. And y'all do not understand that just because we may come on the show and we may be well off, we have families we come home to, uh, it, it could have been any one of us that had a breakdown on the side of the road and that happened. Any one of us to get pulled over by a cop just because he don't, you know, just because he's profiling and he has an attitude. It could be any one of us. And so every day I'm from work to home and praying that, you know, everything goes well because it can happen just that quick. It's, it's, I know it's down to the individuals who make that decision to pull that trigger, to take that life, but at the same time, it comes from having the same thing. And, and for those who are not an African-American male, you, you, when you say you understand, we believe you, but, man, you don't understand unless you are fully in those shoes. It can, it, 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 it's sometimes almost downright scary. But, you know, I have faith that, um, uh, that, that God is going to keep me on be kept safe, but it's, 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 it hurts to see that. So, you know, stop bashing Colin Kaepernick for what he's believing in because what he's believing in is, is our reality right now. And you really need to just pay attention to open your eyes and pay attention to what's going on. So, with that said, thank our listeners uh, for listening to the Mad Voice. This has been a great show. Uh, see you all next week. God bless you. Good night. And remember, all feuds are settled on the field. Good night. <laughs> Thank you.